0: welcome to uniquely wired the video podcast that uncovers the beauty and uniqueness of autism hi i'm nani your host and passionate advocate for autism on this video podcast you can expect to hear stories about both of my kids and their autism journey tips encouragement interviews of other autism moms therapies and so much more Join me as we explore the world of autism through heartfelt conversations and informative discussions. Hi everyone, welcome to Uniquely Wired Video Podcast. I'm your host Nani and on this first episode we are going to be focusing on my daughter's autism diagnosis and how we started this journey. Let's get started. I want to start off this episode with sharing a little bit about myself. So I am Nani, and I am 29 years old. I am a wife, been married on June 7th. Actually, it'll be our nine-year anniversary. And I am a mother of two autistic children, Eliana, who we will be speaking about today. Um, She was born in August and she will be seven this summer, which is crazy to think about, honestly. Um, and then my little sweet boy, Jacob, who um, is going to be turning four in July. Also crazy to think about. But that's pretty much a little bit about myself. We are also a Christian family. Um, I was brought up in the church my whole life, and that's just where my foundation is, where I am rooted in Jesus. and I'm never ashamed to share that. So let me start off with sharing that I used to be a teacher's assistant um, before I had my daughter. and while I was married in the beginning um, years of my marriage, I was working at a charter school as a teacher's assistant. Um, and in those classrooms, We had students that had an IEP, which an IEP stands for Individualized Education Plan. Um, And I remember there were kids there that were autistic. We had kids that had ADHD, you know, um, different types of um, special needs. But again, I was just a teacher's assistant, so I was just... You know, doing what I had to do, supporting the kids, making sure they were completing their work. If they needed help in something, I would step up. You know, I would check their homework um, in their backpacks and all those things, right? So let's start off with Eliana's autism diagnosis. So Eliana was diagnosed with autism um, back in 2018. And, you know, my pregnancy, when I was pregnant with Eliana, I had no issues at all. Like, I had what you would say the perfect pregnancy. I had no issues. Um, I had natural birth. You know, I didn't even get epidural for neither of my kids because I have scoliosis. So, if I would have gotten that, that would have literally left me possibly paralyzed. I mean, I just didn't want to do it. So, I just went natural, um, had Eliana, and... She was born only a week early. My water never broke with her. So, like, I'm telling y'all, my GYN visits, like, they were just perfect. Like, I had no issues whatsoever. And even birthing her. Like, they gave her to me right away. We left, like, three days after birthing her. They let me go home and all that stuff. And I remember that, again, I was working still as a teacher's assistant. So, my mom would take care of Eliana. Her whole first year, my mom took care of Ellie while I was working. And I was a teacher's assistant, but I was part time. So I wasn't working full time. I would be off at a certain time, pick her up, go home, you know, do what I had to do. And that was my schedule every single day. Then there came a point, you know, that my mom could no longer take care of Ellie. So of course, I had to quit my job at the school and. My husband and I spoke and he was cool with me staying at home. So that's what I did. I became a stay-at-home mom in 2017. As soon as Eliana turned one, literally like a month later, it was my last time at the job and that's it. I was home. But just to backtrack a little bit, during the time my mom was babysitting Eliana, um, I do remember her mentioning that Eliana was showing like certain delays you know like she was pretty much not meeting certain milestones and my mom would constantly be concerned about those things right like she would tell me nani she's not doing this nani she's not doing that nani she's not saying certain words you know that she should be saying by now and this was around six months okay this was around six months um and i was like well you know what mom like i didn't think any of it y'all like if i'm real i didn't think any of it i was just like We're just going to go with the flow. Like, I think she's just taking her time. And it is what it is. You know, like, I honestly didn't think autism. I didn't think anything. I just didn't think anything. Because number one, although I had children that were autistic, you know, at the school and had ADHD and different types of special needs, I never looked into it. Okay, I never looked into it. And there's one thing I've learned that. A lot of us, I'm not going to say all of us, I'm just going to say a lot of us don't know about different disabilities or different things because it's not us going through it. It's not us going through that journey. But once you are, you know, going through a journey through a certain season in your life, you then are realizing then this is real like and then you start doing your research about it you start really getting into it um but i didn't because number one i didn't have a diagnosis at that time i didn't know what was wrong i just thought you know from what i've heard every baby grows at their own pace so that was my mentality the whole time plus i was a first time mom (laughs) she was my first child i mean I i had no idea about these things now we fast forward to her first birthday and i remember at that time i was already starting noticing things i was like okay well this is becoming a little more okay noticeable you know i am starting to notice certain things certain repetitive behaviors like one of it was that she would stare at the ceiling fan you know she would love when we would turn on the ceiling fan she would get super excited she was also one of the very early signs she was showing was the hand flapping you know and again I didn't know these signs were, you know, autism signs until after the fact, right? Until I heard the word autism from her doctor. But I'm just letting you know that those are the main signs that I noticed from her in the beginning. And the no eye contact, right? And not responding by her name. Those were like her very early signs. But again, I had no idea that's what it was. I'm just thinking, okay, it is what it is, right? until i did like a pool party for her it was little mermaid theme um and we had family and friends it was a a lovely fellowship but we noticed that when we were singing happy birthday to her she was not interested like eliana was literally like (laughs) that was her face she was super solid like what is going on what is this why are you singing you know and then I didn't think any of it, it, to be honest. I didn't. I was just like, okay, maybe that's just her personality, right? I went along with it. We got home that night, right, from her birthday. And we got home at like, I want to say 9 o'clock. It was already late because the pool where we met at was maybe like 45, 50 minutes away. So we got home. Her gifts are on the floor. We are just getting ready to, you know, take a shower, go to sleep. And then I noticed that Eliana did a whole, like, I don't know what you would call it, 240, 280, 360. <laughs> she was literally jumping on the couch, so excited, flapping her hands. In my head, I'm like, she should have been this excited, you know, at her birthday, not to be getting home, right? That's just, That was just my mind. And I told my husband, I was like, this is strange, right? And, you know, we put her to sleep. Then she had her doctor's appointment. I want to say a few days after her first birthday, she had her 12-month, you know, visit with the doctor. And the doctor's checking her. They check her weight. They check her, you know, her ears, her eyes. And once he gets to, like, looking into her eyes, he's trying to get her attention. And, you know, once he's done, he tells us, Mom and Dad, I have some concerns, I'm not saying that your daughter is autistic, but I am saying she is showing red flags. Now, I know before some of y'all get mad as to why he did that. He's not a specialist. Okay, I thought the same thing. Okay, I literally thought the same thing. I'm like, who is this doctor to tell me about my daughter? But honestly, looking back, I'm so grateful he pointed it out and he expressed his concerns. because. I feel like if he wouldn't have done it like who knows Eliana could have possibly gotten diagnosed a little later down the road and maybe I wouldn't have known about early intervention because at that time I didn't have the community I have now on my social media platforms right of autism moms that I could see what is what and you know what's needed I didn't have that at that time you know because that wasn't my focus on my social platforms but as soon as he tells me this is the number you should call like he gave me information he was like call this number let them know that you want to start early intervention with your daughter and i was like okay what is early intervention and he's like well you know they'll come out to the house they'll evaluate her you know to see what services she can um get approved for that was when i heard about medical assistance from her doctor and you know i applied for it she qualified due to her delays you know and due to her be receiving early intervention we got started with the process of early intervention she got evaluated for early intervention, not autism yet. So we started early intervention way before I got an autism diagnosis. Um, So she got approved for special instruction, speech therapy, and occupational therapy. She started those three, you know, every day of the week she had a therapist at the house. Like we were intense with it. I was like, whatever this is, it's just gonna, you know, do its improvement with these therapies. I did not think I was going to be sent to a specialist to get evaluated for autism, you know, to do that whole process of a diagnosis. I didn't think any of that. At the moment, I was just focused on my daughter getting her therapies, getting the services that she needed. And that's it. Just giving her what she needed at the moment, right? I didn't think about autism. I didn't think about a diagnosis. But, you know, time goes by. You know, I want to say maybe a few months go by and her therapist and the service coordinator from early intervention starts to express concerns and they're like, hey mom, so we've been, you know, looking at Eliana, just the way she plays, her playing skills, the way she's you know, trying to speak, but she's having difficulties, you know, and she's also flapping her hands, which is a sign of autism. And boom, that was the word autism again. You know, this is after the doctor mentioned it. And I was like, Oh, no, literally, my world crumbled. I was like, what do you mean? Like, okay, so what do I need to do? You know, I was literally like, okay, I need to put on my warrior jacket, whatever you want to call it, right? And Get my daughter what she needs. How do we do this? And those were the longest months of my life. Okay, they were the longest month of my life. Because, you know, let me just, let's go back. (laughs) Let's go back a little more. I'm going to backtrack a little more. When I was pregnant with Eliana, like, I legit wanted a boy first. I wanted a boy first. I even cried when I found out that she was going to be a girl. I cried I cried because I legit wanted a boy. I even wore a blue dress for my gender reveal, y'all. That's how bad. I wanted a boy. But, you know, God was pleased to send me a girl. And I want to say, like, a week after I found out the gender, (laughs) I was like, okay, well, you know what? Like, I love to get my nails done. I love to get my hair done. I love to go shopping. You know, all these girly things. Like, this is beautiful that God sent me a daughter because he knew I needed a bestie to do these things with, right? And, you know, I'm just thinking all these things. I'm planning an entire future for my daughter and myself just to have fun, right? Because you're not thinking these things when you're pregnant. Like, you're just not thinking you're going to have a child that's going to have a specific disability. They're going to need higher support. You don't think about these things. You don't plan for these things, right? You plan for, you know, to do these great things for your child and with them and and all the fun things, you know, that you see other moms do and all those things to then realize, oh, you have to get an evaluation for autism with your daughter now. Then I'm looking up on the internet, what is autism? As soon as I start reading what autism was, And just looking at the early signs, I was like, this is my daughter. Like, my daughter's doing every single one of these early signs. Like, she's flapping her hands. She's not making eye contact. She's not answering her name. You know, she she doesn't really show interest in toys. Like, all these things, y'all. And that's literally when my dreams with my daughter, when my perfect dream, right, with my daughter was shatter because I then started feeling like is she ever going to be able to do these things and I'm, I'm trying to hold myself is she ever going to be able to do these things am I ever going to be able to go to the nail salon with my daughter am I ever going to be able to you know get my hair done with her at a hair salon like are these things ever going to happen and if so when? You know, like, when will these things happen? Um, And at that moment, you know, I had lost faith in God. I had lost hope. I literally, like, I was just like, why me, God? Like, I've been your servant for all these years. I've been dedicated to doing your will, God. And this is what you're giving me? Like, this is the season you want to put me in? This is the journey that you want to put me in? And my family, it took lots of questions. It took lots of frustration, lots of anger. I had to go through my grieving process that my daughter could possibly never get there. But I had to build up hope again. I had to build up faith again and trust that God is in this story. Trust that he's in my journey. Trust that he's already in the future. Even if I can't see it, he's already there. And, and again, that, that grieving process, I had already started it even before I got an official diagnosis, to be honest. Because at the moment they expressed their concerns, like my brain was already going crazy. So we get through the diagnosis process, right? I had to fill out literally, like I had to answer a hundred questions, okay? It's like a hundred questions that they give you to answer. While they're watching her play while they're seeing her do certain things and just watching her behavior and all the things then they'll call you back for a second appointment at least this is how it was in 2018 and i know that it's still that way in most states they call me back they're like mom so eliana is autistic um And at this point, you know, mind you, she started early intervention at like one and a half. So she got her autism diagnosis um, when she was two and a couple months. So this is like. A year later that I'm getting this diagnosis after she's already in early intervention. So I was somewhat prepared. But at the same time, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm still grieving. okay, and now I'm actually grieving even more because I have an official diagnosis and I don't want to accept it. You know, I will look I will literally look up ways on how can I get rid of this, like what it is that I need to do. Like, I'm being honest with y'all. What it is that I need to do to get this away from my daughter. Because at that time, I had no idea what her future would be like. I had no idea and still really don't what her future looks like. Because I'm not the one holding the future, right? But I I had no idea of these things, right? So I'm just thinking, trying to find a solution to fix my daughter. When honestly, now I look back and I'm like, my daughter doesn't need fixing. She doesn't need this thing call autism to leave right she just needs acceptance she needs to be loved she needs to be nurtured that's it that's it right there but again i didn't think these things at that time now where i am now with eliana's diagnosis i feel way better like i want to say 95 percent better why do i say 95 percent and not 100 because i don't know if i'll ever get to 100 but I would say 95%, and that's a heck of a lot of progress to reach, you know, when I was just at like a 2%, you know, in the beginning. I've gotten all the way to 95% of hope in my daughter's future and just in her progress. Why? Because I've seen how much she's grown within these past few years. So I've learned that if I put my trust in God, if if I truly just let god take over and watch over my daughter like everything is gonna be okay everything is gonna be okay why am i not at 100 because uncertainty still hits uncertainty is real okay i just want to put that out there and we go through it on a daily basis with both of my kids i can tell you now i've grieved i've cried i've gone through my emotions and now i look back now okay 2023 i look back to when i was a teacher's assistant to where i am now in motherhood and i realized this was all part of god's plan like god just had a different vision for my life and future than i was planning so i've just learned at this point i can tell you that i'm trusting i have hope I am out there spreading hope on my social media platforms and just seeing my daughter's growth and her development and how far she's come. It just makes it all worth it. It makes all the sleepless nights worth it. It makes all the therapies, all the appointments. I mean, just all of it worth it. I just I want to leave you with this encouragement. There is hope hold on to faith and just know that god is writing your story literally god is writing every single page you trying to turn that page and god is like uh, uh, uh hold up i'm still writing I- i'm still going i'm not finished yet i'm still going i'm still writing your child's story so i know that if you have just received a diagnosis of autism or any other diagnosis Just know that God makes no mistakes and it is not your fault. It is not your fault. Thank you guys so much for tuning in on this first episode. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Let's stay connected and be encouraged.